All right, welcome to Safety with Purpose. My name is Scott McKenzie. You are, of course, the safety surface. You are guiding us up that mountain of success in a safe way. And you're Karen. You're, you're, you're doing the heavy lifting. Thank you very much for everything that you do, you safety professional, as well as keeping everybody, all of the listeners out there safe, coming home, their family, friends, or whatever they want to do. So thank you very much. We're going to be talking about fault tree analysis during this particular podcast. And it's, of course, brought to you by that mad safety man, Brian McWhorter. I know that you're busy. Let's get going. Yeah. You know, we have no time to waste because you guys are uh, out there keeping people safe. Like, well, what am I supposed to do about that? All I can do is just keep going. Tailgate talk number one. All right. I go out to Safeopedia. Once again, you've heard me talk about that, uh, well, a, a number of times. And I go to the Q&A section because I always enjoy some of the questions out there. And once again, there's no stupid question out there. In the world of safety, there's no stupid question. Even if your kid comes to you and say, hey, blah, 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 even your child. No stupid questions. Keep them safe and make sure that you answer them. And, and I always go to the Q&A section, and, and uh, this is what uh, I popped up because, once again, keeping in the theme of heat and hot and all that fun stuff, what are some of the good ways to replenish electrolytes at work? i got to tell you, man, I've been in some uh, locations where it is just blistering hot. And if you're not drinking and if you're not thinking about it, you're always just sort of focused on the work, you're going to find yourself in a really nasty safety pickle. And um, so anyway, I was I was fascinated by this. And then, of course, there are three components associated with uh, properly replenishing your electrolytes. And the number one, of course, is nutrition. Make sure that you're eating uh, uh, the, the foods that's rich in, of course, sodium, calcium, magnesium, all of the potassium, fruits and vegetables. It's a, it's a common sense. You got to eat, right? You're going to have to eat and eat eat stuff that's uh, good, right? That makes sense. It's it's common sense in that sense. Of course, there are plenty of uh, companies who provide uh, electrolyte benef- uh, beverages. I like Squincher, and uh, they're out there and they provide a great product out there to drink and continue to replenish. But you just can't just drink Squinchers. You got to also augment it with water. You got to drink plenty of water. That's so important, man, to keep everything sort of moving around and, and properly hydrated. And it's a balance of all of those three. To, and and, and in, in this world, hot, 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 you got to do it. And you got to do it with uh, uh, definitely confidence. Number two. Here's one that I, I truly enjoyed. Uh, this is the free webinar. It's on demand. All of these webinars that I've been talking about are on demand. You don't have to wait for it. You don't have to sit there. You, you got to register and you got to get that information out there. But, but they're on demand. And so there are ones that are scheduled that you can participate in. And these are, these are webinars, free webinars. Once again, I said free. Yes, I did. You don't have to pay anything. And, uh, and it's all out there because this platform and, and what uh, Safeopedia provides is the ability to be able to get that information out there because it's all about knowledge. It's all about safety knowledge, keeping you safe. So this one is interesting. Qualifying and managing contractors, ask me anything. This is Patrick Robinson. Uh, he's the one that is hosting this particular webinar. And I mean, uh, for me personally, uh, owning a, an industrial maintenance company, I, I'm a contractor. And, um, and all my interactions are with, with other companies that are talking specifically about, well, you know, what are your qualifications and so on and so forth. That, if you're a company, that is a great uh, webinar to sort of get connected. And, and even if you're a contractor, to understand you know what? What questions to ask? You just—it's—it's it's just all in all, front to end, beginning end. It doesn't matter. It's a good webinar that is with Patrick Robinson, and it's out there, of course, on Safeopedia. 
select uh, webinars, and boom, you're good to go. All right, let's get going. We're going to be talking about fall tree analysis on this particular episode of uh, Safety with Purpose, and this is Brian McWhorter. And uh, instead of me, I, I, once again, I, I'm always fascinated by these wonderful interviews. So, uh, again, here's Brian McWhorter. Thank you very much for joining uh, Safety with Purpose. Enjoy this interview. All right, welcome to Safety with Purpose. We've got Brian McWhorter, and we're going to be talking right now about fault tree analysis, a preventative approach to workplace safety. Brian, enlighten us on this particular topic. Thanks, Guy. Yeah, fault tree analysis is a very useful tool, um, often called FTA. It is a risk analysis tool that was developed by Bell Labs in 1962 for the aerospace industry. And it's become very popular and used by engineers and professionals in almost every field and industry uh, as a way, again, of identifying potential risks and putting control measures in place, usually uh, at the design phase. So in other words, if you bought a, a car or a riding in a plane, it's kind of nice to know that the engineers did fall tree analysis as a way of flushing out potential things that could go wrong. So you're saying that this has got to be sort of, is, is the fall tree analysis a pre-thing before you proceed forward? Is that, is that, and you sort of identify the faults prior to execution or? Yes. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, what I'll do is I'll walk you through kind of the basic structure of one. It creates a map. So what you would typically do at the beginning of your map or at the top of the page, you'd write the, an undesirable event, something that you do not want to have happen, like uh, your computer crashing or, say, the brakes failing on your car. So we'll use a car as an idea. So the, un the uh, unfavorable event is, you know, brakes failing in your car. So underneath that, we would start listing all the things that could cause your brakes to fail. You'd have things listed like a faulty master cylinder low brake fluid, warm brake pads. Now, for each of those, you start listing the things that could cause those to happen. Say for low brake fluid, you might have listed a broken pipe or hose, leaking cylinder, loose bleed screws. So you're gonna map, continue working down the page with all of those, and for each of those, you'll have gates that kind of tell um, how significant that event would be. In other words, is this something that on its own could cause the failure? Or is it a contributing factor when added to other things that could cause the failure? But by the time you do all this and you work your way down the map, if you start reading at the bottom, you literally have a how-to guide for creating someone's brakes to fail, which is not how it's meant to be used, but you get the idea. So now, like you said, in the design phase, we've done this. Now, let's say we design a widget, and it's now been in the market for six months. Now we can look at data from different failures of components with that widget. And we can add it to that fault tree analysis. So we can make it more robust. The idea is to be able to predict potential failures and put control measures in place. So if there is a bad event, say uh, a plane crash or, or some, something that happens, often a fault tree analysis is something that they will do to or go back to the fault tree analysis and add to it as part of that risk assessment. You know what's interesting? Um, there was a... Uh, a, a gentleman out there, I can't remember his name, and I'm sorry that I can't. He did a fall tree analysis on the Titanic. Now, oh, it's interesting. after the fact, but it's the same thing to where you, here's the event, and then you just start boom, 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 and the level of granularity into that particular analysis was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, these are actually, they're brainstorming tools, but what a map does is it gives you uh, a place to put your thoughts, so it gives you kind of a linear approach. 
Often a fault tree analysis is used with another engineering tool called an FMEA, a failure mode and effects analysis. And these working together do a great job. Again, it's, the idea is if something can fail, we want that control measure in place to prevent it. You know, we want um, fail safes in place. So we're looking for predictability. So again, we can create something as robust as possible. Again, when you're flying across the sky in a 737 at 30,000 feet, you know, 500 miles an hour in a pressurized metal tube, it's kind of nice to know that fault tree analysis and failure mode analysis and all these things were done to look for potential problems in the design phase, you know, and, and help create that robust, you know, safety. And in line with that particular conversation or that example of a airline, there's redundancies too. So yes. if something does fail, they've got, you know, another system right there, ready to go, boom. And, that, and that's a good thing. That's Absolutely. Good thing. As a matter of fact, that's part of it. Yeah, to your uh, comment, you want to plan A, plan B, plan C. The last thing I want is a pilot looking over to the co-pilot and going, no, I've never seen this before. What do you think we should do? Yeah. You know, I want it down. Yeah, you don't want that conversation. Now, yeah. from an organizational perspective, Brian, what what do you identify um, sort of or prioritize events within your organization and say, okay, this is not based off of some criteria. This is not real important right now. We should do some sort of a, a fault tree analysis, but this one is real important and we have a gap and we have not done something like that, and we don't have something in play. Are, are you we talking specifically for an organization to sort of go through that analysis? Yeah, you're, you're kind of crossing tools, but absolutely. Everything in safety begins with a hazard analysis. So, you know, identifying hazards and then rating the probability of it happening, severity level, things like that. And so, yeah, in that phase, uh, applying, okay, if you find this is a potential issue, say you've got gases on, compressed gas in your facility that is poisonous, like SNO2 or something along that line mm -hmm. where, you know, right. if this system fails, it's going to be a, a major issue for not only can that poisonous gas flood our facility and put all our workers in jeopardy, but we have a town nearby that, you know, if the wind is just right, it's going to carry it in there. So yeah, a fall tree analysis, failure mode analysis for just dealing with that, great idea. And these are living documents. In other words, once you've done them, you file them away and you refer back to them. As you get more information, then you add it to it and you're continually, as part of that continuous improvement. You know, Let me ask you this. Uh, we live in the real world. And although you said that these documents are living, breathing, you know, always evolving documents, what's the real world say? Uh, that's where I, again, my, my comment on it being a brain uh, storming tool, because you're, you never can capture everything. Right. But, you know, as you're doing this, if you've ever heard the, the uh, term anti-fragile, um, with every failure you discover, with, I'll use the aviation as an example, every plane that does crash, which happens very rarely, thank God, thank God. as an industry, it becomes, uh, we, they, they do such an analysis of that event to make sure it does not happen again as living documents to uh, where all of aviation benefits. Again, it's horrible that say a plane crashes, but now the industry is going to be safer because they're going to learn from that event. Yeah, yeah. And that's the whole idea right. is as you gain information, you know, and there's your world, real world application, you can never 
you know, take care of all the variables. Right. But you're going <laughs> to take care of hopefully the most, you know, the majority of, of ones that are the true issues that can cause those catastrophic events. All right. This is a living, breathing document. Do not allow your fall tree analysis to be a static document. It is constantly evolving to reflect changes in your business and making people more safe, which is real important with safety with purpose. Hey, Brian, thank you again. We're going to be talking next episode. We're going to talk a little bit about hazards versus dangers, which I have no clue. I just know how to sort of spell both of those names. So anyway, thank you very much for joining the Safety with Purpose. We're going to come on back and we're going to talk a little bit about hazards and dangers. Thank you very much. As an industrial professional myself, I was always passionate about sales, marketing, branding, expanding the marketplace for my company. That's what the Industrial Talk platform is all about. It's about you, the industrial company, the industrial professional, and your legacy. Increasing sales, gaining greater exposure on what you do and how you and your company changes the world. Go out to industrialtalk.com. That's industrialtalk.com. Contact me. Let's have a conversation to see how we can work with you on improving your bottom line and that you can be a part of an ever-growing network of industrial companies focused on expanding and growing and leaving a legacy. I hope to hear from you soon and be safe out there. All right, from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much for joining Safety with Purpose. You safety Sherpas out there. Once again, I, I truly believe you're doing the heavy lifting, bringing us home safely each and every day because you're constantly pursuing knowledge, constantly looking at better ways of being able to keep us safe. That It never stops. It is a profession that you guys have chosen that never stops to keep us, the ones that uh, are working and all that stuff and we forget about safety, that's what you're all about. Thank you very much. It's a very noble cause. Let's uh, sort of recap a little bit about what we talked about. Brian McWhorter, mad uh, safety guy, talked about fault tree analysis. We're going to have all the documentations associated with this podcast out on safetypedia.com. And then, of course, replenishment, replenishment of electrolytes. Come on, let's uh, let's uh, eat right. Let's uh, drink a proper drink. And then, of course, constantly drink all water out there. And, of course, if you're a contractor and if you're a company and they're looking to qualify, you need to go to that webinar. It is on demand. So, hey, if you have any safety-related uh, um, topics that you want to try to talk about, go to safepedia.com. I guarantee you they've got something out there for you to keep your people safe, as well as if you're interested in marketing, growing your market, expanding your market. You know, it's uh, go to industrialtalk.com guarantee you there's answers out there as well thank you very much stay safe and we will be right back with another topic